Welcome to Something Ventured, Something Gained, Tales from an AEP. I'm your host, Catherine, a teacher at an AEP. If you're unfamiliar with AEPs, stick around. You might learn something interesting. If you work at an AEP, stick around. You might be able to relate or learn something to take back to your campus. This podcast is designed for staff, students, parents, guardians, and the general public. Episode 4, Graduation Season. Quick note, if this is your first time joining us, I highly encourage you to check out Episode 1 first. It will give you a broad introduction to our campus and review some terminology with which you may be unfamiliar. And then please join us back here or any other episode of your choosing. I do hope you enjoy this episode, whether you've listened to the first one or not. Full Fridays. I've mentioned before that we do graduations on our campus nearly every Friday. As long as we have two students who have finished and choose to walk our small stage, we will hold a graduation. Despite the weekly ceremonies, we still have a quote-unquote graduation season. This is when credit completion ramps up so that students can cross the finish line before the end of the semester. Toward the end of the year, we tend to have extended advisory periods on Fridays. This allows us to adjust our other class periods to make advisory longer, which in turn gives us time to celebrate each and every graduate that chooses to walk. The seniors sure can be motivated when we start getting down to the wire. For example, last week we had 13 students choose to walk. This week we have 17. Next Thursday is the last day of school and I anticipate we will have many more. Three of my advisees are definitely walking that day, even though two finished early enough to walk this week. The first one said she is waiting until next week so she can walk with my other advisee. At first, she didn't want to walk at all, but she was persuaded by myself and her classmate to do so, as long as she had a friend on stage with her. The second, upon hearing that the other two will be doing it next week, asked to wait as well. I'm very excited by the prospect of giving three speeches for one ceremony. Apart from my own advisory, I have heard tell from other students as they finish that they are choosing to wait and participate in the final ceremony of the year as well. It makes my heart so happy when they come back to tell me when they finish credits and when they finally meet their graduation goal. I can't stress enough how much relationship building matters on our campus. And every time they come to tell me about a completed course, I am reminded of Amy, pseudonym. I never officially had Amy in any of my classes. I believe she sat in my room a few times as I covered for other teachers for one reason or another. And I may have been her summer school teacher for like a week or something but it wasn't hard to build a rapport with her. I made it a point to greet her every time I saw her in the hall, and if she had news about finishing a class, she would always share it with me. It got to the point where we kind of had a countdown going. We would exchange hellos, and then I would ask, how many left? 
Eventually, I was able to remember the count by myself when she finished a class. But I still asked because I wanted to make sure she had a chance to be proud of her accomplishments and share them out loud. She was past her cohort year, dealing with a lot of personal stuff, but she kept showing up and working. So I made sure to encourage her and remind her of the success she had already achieved. And all of that encouragement did not go unnoticed. To my surprise, I was thanked in the speech her advisor gave upon her graduation. She specifically thanked me for being positive about her future and the encouragement I offered. It really hit home that our small campus means everything we do has an impact, whether we want it to or not. And we need to be mindful adults about how we react when the students talk to us. So I continue to show genuine excitement and provide real smiles whenever any student comes in to tell me they have finished a class. I want to be very clear that my joy doesn't come specifically from being thanked. The appreciation offered during a graduation speech just helps me know that I'm providing my students what they need to succeed. I also have the benefit of being a senior teacher, so they are more likely to remember my contributions to their success than my colleagues that primarily teach underclassmen, simply due to how recently they had me. But if I went an entire year without getting a thank you, I wouldn't be offended. I would be introspective. I would ask what I could have done differently that year to help positively impact someone's journey. I don't need accolades. I just want to make sure I am doing right by my students every chance I get. Because my goal is to get them all across the finish line in the most compassionate way possible. So next week, despite it happening on a Thursday, we will have a full graduation stage and I am elated. Big deal. In addition to the weekly graduations, we now participate in an end of year ceremony just like the home campuses do. Last year was the first year it was offered to us since we had finally become our own independent campus. It used to be that we sent students back to their home campus to do the big graduation. Their diploma would have that campus name on it, they would wear those colors, but now the students get to wear our maroon cap and gown. They get a diploma with our campus name on it. And we get our own ceremony at the end of the year that feels more normal. This is a very big deal. Having our own school colors and mascot represented at the culmination of their efforts really drives home that our students did have a campus culture and community despite us being an alternative school. It also helps us build that culture throughout the year because we no longer have to call the other schools their campuses. We might still refer to them as home campuses on occasion to indicate where they came from, but that school is no longer the main piece of their educational identity. The students get to say that our school is their school. And for the big ceremony, we get to have the school board and superintendent in attendance just like the other schools. This year, we will be having it at our Center for Visual and Performing Arts. Last year, 
the local NFL team was kind enough to donate their stadium for all of the campuses to use for their graduations. It was so amazing to sit down on the field with them and watch them walk the big stage, shake hands with admin and board members, and smile for pictures on their journey to and from their seat. Anyone who graduated within the school year is allowed to participate in the end-of-year ceremony. We make contact with advisees who finished earlier in the year, give them the details on ordering regalia, and provide them with information on rehearsal and the actual graduation. I personally have one advisee returning who graduated in the fall. It was so heartwarming last year to see how many students returned just to walk the big stage, even if they had already been official graduates for six or more months. It goes to show that it is as much of a big deal to them as it is to us. I try to impress upon my advisees and students that this is a moment they can't get back, and they are more likely to regret not attending than they are to regret attending. So they might as well, because they really have nothing to lose by doing so. Thankfully, most of them have followed my advice. Yearbook. Since we are talking about graduation and end of year stuff, I want to give a quick shout out to our yearbook. This is the first year we've ever had one. It had always seemed like a pipe dream since our population looked so different from the beginning of the year to the end. But our principal was adamant that he wanted that piece of the puzzle in an effort to continue building our culture as an independent campus. I got a chance to view the finished product today, and I couldn't be more impressed. Every senior who graduated this year had the opportunity to be included in a senior spotlight with their senior photo and a quote. And in an effort to represent the rest of the student body, we took quote-unquote class pictures with our advisories. This does mean that there were still some students who went unrepresented. But the yearbook teacher is already brainstorming ways to make sure we get a chance to include everyone who comes through our doors for a given school year. She will continue to use whatever worked well, and she will fidget with whatever didn't. I can't help but assume that the finished product will better represent who we are as we go along each year. Advisory Rex. There is one more piece of the end of year puzzle that I would like to highlight here. Advisory recommendations. Since our school is a school of choice, students don't always get to stay if they aren't meeting some minimum expectations. At the end of each semester, our assistant principal sends out a form for us to fill out about our advisory students. This form asks about attendance, progress, credit accumulation, and our overall recommendation for that student. She always leaves a spot for advisor notes so that we can indicate if the student had some kind of extenuating circumstances that prevented them from meeting the expectations. Keep in mind that the biggest expectations are for behavior, following our school-wide PBIS matrix, and credits, 
three per semester to keep them on pace for on-time graduation. The information is then reviewed by the admin team to make final decisions about who will be allowed to return. As an advisor, I have only personally recommended that one of my students return to their home campus at the end of a semester. They weren't being successful at our school to the point that they were actually putting themselves further behind with every passing week. Some students just don't have the necessary intrinsic motivation to do what needs to be done. I am happy to say that student did eventually return to us and has been more successful this time around. For this particular set of end of semester decisions, none of my advisees were outright turned down for return. One is a senior who only needs two more credits. He is mandated to come to summer school and graduate during that time frame, or he will need to go back to his home campus. This is primarily because he had been placed on an academic contract with the AP and he didn't meet the goals that were set. I have three other advisees that are expected to meet a one credit minimum during summer school or return to their home campus. Summer school is intentionally designed so that if you show up every day, you will get at least one full credit. I will go into more details about that in a later episode, but suffice to say, we are setting these students up for success and giving them the best possible shot at making progress toward graduation and returning to our school in the fall. I fully expect to see all of my non-graduated advisees in August. Wrap up and looking ahead. I want to say thank you if you made it to the end of the episode. I know this one was on the shorter side, but I promised myself not to make these any longer than necessary just for the sake of filling time. I truly love this time of year because I get to see students meet a goal that many have overcome difficult obstacles to achieve. They like to act like school isn't that big of a deal when they are sitting in class, but there's no mistaking the smiles on their faces when they are on that stage and hear their name called. Looking ahead, I am really excited to announce that next week's episode will be the grand reveal of our campus. I got the go-ahead from my principal and AP. I plan to interview some of my colleagues, whoever agrees to have their response recorded, and my principal seems to be excited about being interviewed for this episode, which doesn't come as a shock at all, since he really loves talking about our campus and what we do. Clearly, I feel the same way. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. This has been Something Ventured, Something Gained, Tales from an AEP. Written, hosted, and edited by Catherine. Please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And please like and or comment to let us know what you think.